Let's talk Tanya for the 27th of Kislev. Today we begin Kunter Sachren. Tanya is comprised of five, uh, five parts, and this is the final part of Tanya. Um, we've talked about this in the past, but just to briefly repeat, when the Alter Rebbe originally published Tanya, it had the first two parts only, that was in the year 1796. A few years later, the Alter Rebbe republished Tanya, adding the third part of Tanya, Igeris Hatshuva. After the Alter Rebbe's passing in 1812, a year later, the Alter Rebbe's sons republished the Tanya, and they added two parts. And they speak about this in the introduction that they wrote up for the new edition of the Tanya, which is printed in the front of the Tanya. And they say one part, which is the fourth part of Tanya, is called the Garis HaKodesh, which are writings, mostly letters, but also some writings of the Alter Rebbe. And that is the section of Tanya, 32 chapters, which we just finished yesterday. And then there's Kuntres Achren. Kuntres Achren is, they say, that while the Alter Rebbe was writing Tanya, the first section of Tanya, Lekuti Amarim, so the Alter Rebbe was grappling with various statements from the Zohar. Sometimes they seem to be contradicting each other, and these were directly relevant to what the Alter Rebbe was writing in Tanya. So on the side, the Alter Rebbe wrote for himself notes in, in which he um, reconciles and resolves all of these issues and kind of it gives us a little of a glimpse into what was going on into the Alter Rebbe's mind and how he reached the conclusions which he then articulates and writes in the Tanya itself. Now, the Kuntres Achren itself, which we are starting today, is divided into two parts. Altogether, it's nine chapters, although interestingly, the other parts of Tanya, the other four parts are numbered. Every chapter is numbered. Over here, there are no numbers, but it's divided into nine parts, nine chapters. The first five chapters are very heavily Kabbalistic. Um, arguably the most difficult part of Tanya. The content is difficult, and also the style of writing. It seems like the Alter Rebbe was almost writing this for himself, for his own reference. It's not written in an explanatory way as the other parts of Tanya. So that's the first five chapters of Kuntus Achren. The last four chapters of Kuntus Achren are, three of them are letters. One of them is an essay on Hasidus, very much along the style of Igaris HaKodesh, which we just finished. In fact, it's difficult to understand why they're included in Kuntus Achren, but be as it may, that's what it is. And now we will start Kuntus Achren. So, as mentioned, the first five chapters of Kuntus Achren are heavily Kabbalistic, and they are trying to give you the Kabbalistic background for um, what Dr. Rebbe writes in the first part of Tanya, but very specifically, chapters 36 through chapter 40. There, Dr. Rebbe talks about the function of action, mitzvahs, um, the intent that we have when we do the mitzvah, and also there is mitzvahs that are done um, through speech, through articulating, and the first five chapters is really going to be a deep dive into what is the function and the importance and the value of action, versus feelings, versus speech. And uh, I'll tell you up front, we will do the best we can, considering it is quite difficult and it is Kabbalistic. So, in this chapter we're going to be learning today, today in today's Tanya we're learning the first chapter of Kuntus Achren. Here the Alter Rebbe is going to explain, again, he brings several different statements from the, from the Zohar and from the writings of the Arizal, which seem to be contradicting each other, but what is the bottom line? Where does the Alter Rebbe arrive with this all? There is action and there are feelings. The action is necessary in order to bring divine light here in this world. No action, no revelation, no drawing down of the light, which is why we say, bottom line, comes down to the deed, and we have to do the mitzvah in deed, because the purpose of everything, the purpose of creation, is to bring godly divine light over here into this world, and that happens only through an action mitzvah. That is in terms of drawing down the light. 
But when I have a mitzvah, when I have done a mitzvah, how do I take this mitzvah and elevate it, so to say, allow it to fly up and unite with the godliness in the higher worlds? That is caused through the kavanah. That is caused through the feeling I have in the mitzvah, the love for Hashem that motivates me to do it, the awe of God that motivates me to do it. That is what causes the mitzvah to go up. So the mitzvah going up is through the feeling. The energy that comes down because of that here into this world, that is a result of the action mitzvah. That is today's chapter. Tomorrow we'll start the second chapter of Kuntus Achren. We will continue on this theme and discuss more why it is that in order to bring down a flow of divine energy, we need to have specifically action mitzvahs.